Hey, it's Kathy. I just want to let you know that I'm doing a free five-day workshop. It's called the Abundance Activation Challenge, and it starts today. And it's not too late for you to join us. Today is the last day to join. Go to kathyheller.com slash five day to sign up. The pre-party has been happening and it's been such a blast. There's so many high vibe women in there who are ready to call in more abundance. I know that you will love that you showed up for this. I'll be live at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern every day this week, teaching you how to become a master manifester. You are just going to have the best time. If you want to join us, sign up at kathyheller.com slash five day. Your job is to be there to remind this person of this space, of this field, of how much is available. You're not supposed to be on the hook to know anything else. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. This show is meant to be a guide for you. We're going to talk not only about how we can start to become aware of what are the subconscious things that are holding us back and how we can instead choose thoughts that are actually going to propel us forward. But in addition to changing the landscape internally, we are going to talk about the strategies that actually will help you to build a profitable business, getting paid to be you. Because when you have a business where you do what you love, you never really have to have that sense of work because it's a pleasure, because it's joy. And really, I want you to have the most abundant life. I want you to have the kind of life that you love waking up to every day that you don't feel like you need a vacation from. So together on the show, every single episode, I want to be your friend. I want to be your mentor. I want to show you what is it that I think has really been insightful, been helpful. What are the tools and strategies? What are the mindset shifts that have helped me? And what are the things that have helped my guests to get to where they are How can we together sort of cross this river to the most fulfilling life where we show up and we feel like we are living into our potential and having the most gorgeous, beautiful experience? Because after all, that is what we all desire. We're all craving to have the most joyful, beautiful life. And I really believe that we can design that and that we can experience a life that we just absolutely love. And not only will we enjoy it, but it will be a possibility for other people. It will show other people what's there for them. And then maybe together, each one of us, by being the happiest versions of ourselves and being the most fulfilled versions of ourselves, we will help other people to reach for that higher branch and to find that in their own life. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to the podcast. Oh my gosh, we just finished this retreat in Boca. And you know when you experience something and you know that no matter what you say, you wouldn't be able to explain to someone what it was like. And I guess that's indeed why there's that expression, you had to be there. It's really incredible. All I can tell you is the amount of love, the amount of transformation, the amount of breakthrough, the connection, the sweetness, the laughs, It was epic. And so many of these women came over to me and just shared the most beautiful stories of what they came in with and what they're taking with them. But for me personally, it was tremendous. I grew equally to every single person who participated. And I'm so excited because we're doing another one in September because it was so extraordinary. And when something is that great and feels that amazing, all I want to do is just keep doing it. 
So if you'd like to be at the next retreat before that one fills up, you can go to kathyheller.com slash retreat and reserve your spot. I also want to let you know that we rolled out this membership, which is only $10 a month, and it allows you to begin to meditate with me. I will say though, if you've never done a retreat, it is an incredible gift to give yourself because there is so much that you wind up starting to perceive because in the three days we meditate, we align with really and truly like what the perception is that allows you to see reality as this extremely expansive, potent gift. And then when you leave and you go back and do these meditations, it allows you to go back into that every morning. And in the 10 minute meditation, you return to this place where you are connected to this quantum field. And you actually then allow for the most amazing things to be real for you. And then they are. So come to the retreat. And if you want to be meditating with me and join the membership, it's only $10 a month. And you can go to kathyheller.com slash membership. So two things there for you to check out. Today, I'm going to share with you a coaching session that we did. And this is all about how you can come into alignment and what unbelievable momentum can flow when you decide to be in flow. You're going to start off hearing a prompt to help you clarify that next inspired step. And then we're going to break down what might be blocking you from taking that step forward. I'm going to share a story about my own experience with someone who was disappointed in something because I think it's going to give you a good perspective on how you might be able to approach that in your life. So here we go. Take a listen. You know, we talk about how important it is to be in flow, right? And we talk about how important it is to not overthink things. You know, I think my husband and I talked, we talked about this the other day, but we talk about it all the time that so much of what drives him crazy about me, which is also responsible for whatever my success looks like is there's a quality in me that's really impulsive. And boy, does Colleen know it. She's like, okay, she's got an idea and she wants it now to be something we do by three o'clock. Like that's <laughs> totally me. And sometimes it drives me crazy. Like I'm like, oh my God, I feel like, you know, my soul's pulling me and I'm like trying to catch my breath. The good part of it is I do not overthink anything. So it's like, great. This just feels like such a fun thing to do. Let's just try this. Let's just do this. And then I'm so available for like, Oh, just kidding. Delete. We're going this way. And it's just like, I don't have this sense of like, here's my business plan. This is people like, what are your three-year goals? And I'm like, wrong person. Like, you know, I'm just trying to figure out what I'm going to get to do before Friday. You know, I'm just like making it up as I go. So for you to be able to get a real sense of how you're creating this life, how you're building, whatever it is that you're designing. You came here to create. That's what you came here to do, to design a world, to create so much around you, right? Just turn this potential into things that actually occur and feel and experience that on this level. For that to happen, there is this beautiful dance. There's this beautiful dance of your feeling, your feeling, your vibration. Ooh, you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm buzzing, you know? And then, as I said before, like things occur to you and you just are like, oh, I just want to go 
get a book. And then next thing you know, like someone else gives you the same book. It's just, it's all the time. It's all the time. Little tiny things that seem so easy. There's such ease in it that you give it no thought. You're just like, why would that be the thing that turns into how this is going to all play itself out? I'll give you a really simple, silly example, which is that we're moving on Friday and I'm so excited. It's like literally the picture of this home. I just saw a drone view shot of it from the backyard. And I was like, oh, that really is. So the picture like I had, and I didn't think of it that way, but it really is so beautiful. Anyway, so we've been trying to order furniture for this house and everybody knows that things are backlogged and delayed and there's shit, right? All that stuff. And so I did my homework. And so I had ordered things from West Elm and Crate and Barrel and Anthropology, And of course, like one by one, it's like, this item is delayed. You won't get this until 2078. Like it's just uncanny. And I'm like, I, well, I can't live without a table and a bed. And like, I need a few. So yesterday I called local stores. Like I called the local Beverly Hills, this store, that store. Like we have nothing in stock. I'm like, give me any table. Like We don't have a table. I'm like, what? This is insanity. So I'm like, all right, let it all just, it's going to just going to be this fun potpourri of how this is going to work itself out. And this is such a tiny, silly nothing, but it shows you the point. I get this text from the guy who I ordered mattresses from. And I'm like, why does he need me to call him? He's like, call me. I'm like, and I text him. I'm on the phone with all these people today. Can you, can we handle it by text? He's like, no, you need to call me. And I was actually annoyed. Like this can't be that complex that you can't just text me what you need to know. It's like, just call me. I'm like, oh, this guy. And I actually considered maybe just like not even buying mattresses from him because I thought it was so controlling that he like had to call me. Anyway, get on the phone with him. He has this amazing energy. I say, now I need to know these are going to be delivered Friday, not Saturday, not Sunday, Friday. And he was like, you hang on a second. And he calls away. He's like, hey, Dean, I got this lady on the phone. She's cool. These have to be at the house. Do we got it? We got it. He's like, bless you, man. Bless you. You're, you're the best. You're fabulous. You're gorgeous. I love you. You're so handsome. I love, like, he was just so cute. And then I'm like, wow, I just talked to a, I say to him, I just talked to someone and you're like going to get this to my house on Friday. And he goes, yeah, I'm going to make it happen. I said, do you sell other things besides mattresses? And he's like, actually I'm leaving here August 8th. And I just opened up a store. What do you need? And I'm like, could you physically just get me a table? I need a dining room table. I need that. Da, 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 da. And he was like, I got you. I totally got you. And so we went, he's like, sends me a link, shows me the stuff. He's like, tell me which one you want. He goes, hang on, puts it on speaker, talk, talks to his driver. Hey, can you go to the warehouse? He's like, no, I can't. He's like, no, no, no. I need you there Thursday night. I need the truck loaded. I need this woman to have everything. Anyway, it was just like amazing just to talk to him, not to mention, I said, that's so cool. You're going to open your own place. He's like, yeah, my boss has been so encouraging. I've been here for 20 years. I started in the stock room. And then I realized that I didn't ever know I was going to sell mattresses, but I realized it wasn't about mattresses. It was just about people. And when I would serve people and love people, I just got like all these like promotions and this and that. And then I saved money. And now he's like, my grandparents, if they could see me, like, it's amazing that I'm able to do, it was just so inspiring. The whole thing was so inspiring. And I was like, there you go. Like, I'm going to have like a lot of the things that I, I need that I thought, you know, so it's like, I never would have thought that this annoying text would lead me to 
someone's actually going to be there on Friday. And then of course, when I got off the phone, I get a call from West Elm. We just found that one sofa. We can bring it on Friday. And I was like, great. I get like this beautiful sofa. I got So we have to remember that we don't overthink anything. And our job is to take this little whisper of like, oh, it occurs to me that I should, hmm, this little tiny thing, this little tiny seed, right? And of course, in my life, gosh, I mean, who would have thought that so many of these little things that I just thought I would do, like, I thought this podcast was just going to be this really simple, no stakes thing that I would do alone in my room. And the rest is history, right? I mean, I have a million of those, but how things work themselves out from places you just would never assume is just amazing. So I want you from this place as a collective right now in this moment, I want us to take one little action. What occurs to you, like from this place, feeling who we are, feeling aligned, feeling that remembering and the aperture widens. I want you to ask yourself, what is one little thing in this moment that my soul would have me do? What's one little thing? Is there someone you would send a text to? Is there a book right now you'd go buy on Amazon? Is there something you would post in your Instagram stories? Is there a phone call you would make to see if something is possible to book and put on the calendar? I don't know. You're going to call an event space and see if you can hold a certain date and just see if it's available. I just want you to pick one thing where you ask yourself, your soul, you, who you are, you, the you of you, what would you have me do? What is one teeny tiny little thing that you will do? And you have to do something. So I don't care what it is. You could say like, it occurs to me, I'm going to text so-and-so and just tell her, you know, I hope she knows that I wasn't mad at her. I don't care from what realm it is, but it's not like go make yourself a cup of coffee kind of thing. It's more like ask yourself, what would you have me do? What would you have me say? Where would you have me be right now? Is there one little thing that would, by doing it, just move the world more into wholeness? What's one little step, one little thing that you can think of And then don't overthink it. Just do that. Just do that. And then we're going to come back in a few minutes. and We're going to find out what you did and how that went. And Colleen and I are going to do that too. And it can be anything. Okay. All right, go. So tell us in the chat what you did. Created my podcast thumbnail image. I signed up for a welcome call on the platform. I'm thinking of using my community. Great. Sent specific invitations to my retreat in October. It's great. Started to look for flights. Amazing. I just dropped an email inviting co-teachers for my eight-week couples course and kickoff summit. Amazing. I signed my contract for my new app without any hesitation and only excitement. Making connections, marinating on the idea for podcasts. Great. Yeah. It's an incredible thing to play with that, you know, like just that inspired little dose of 
taking action and throwing it into the world, especially from that place of feeling aligned and feeling connected, like, whoa, you will be amazed at the momentum that gets created. Colleen, what are you seeing? I see you reading. I love as well. I just want to say just your guys' willingness to be open to like moving and doing it and realizing the only thing that makes everything that we're moving through a big deal is like the ego self. And then if we can just get that out of the way and just move and realize none of it matters and what anyone thinks doesn't even matter. And if it feels good, it matters. And then if it doesn't feel good, we're like, oh, okay, not that over here. Let's redirect. Like, let's just keep showing up. And it gets to be so real. It's just like, you just get to be you. Like, oh my God, is it such a relief when you just realize that it gets to be that simple and you don't carry anymore all the stuff that's not yours to carry. And that's what makes all the movement in your business overwhelming. It's not the thing. It's like what you make all the things mean. And yeah, so kudos to everyone. And just for, I I think this will be fun. I can just spend like 10 extra minutes and riff. I want you to put in the chat and, and the honesty is really helpful, right? But I'm curious if you write it in the chat, what appears to be right now in this moment, the reason why by the end of today, you're not, because so many of us, right, who are here on this call have voice that one thing in particular you do want is you want to have abundance in your life and you want to use your gifts, right? Howard Schultz left and went back. He didn't just want to sit around and drink a Mai Tai. He enjoyed working. He wanted to work. He wants to be a CEO. I'm not surprised. I think we want to use our brains and skills and fun to be creative. So a lot of people are in that same place of wanting to grow a business. We do. What does it appear to be right now? If I said to you, what are you bumping up against that you would love to see clearer that you would love to set down? What is the thing that's keeping you right now? Is it the, I don't know my offer. Is it the, I feel like my offer is too inexpensive, too expensive. I feel like I don't know. I'm just curious what is that little pebble in your shoe that you would love help with? Like, what is the thing that you could even think of that you could articulate? Hmm, this is what's standing in my way. This is what's bothering me. Okay, so I don't know how to get clients. And so that's one I can definitely riff on. I'm not clear what my offer should be. I didn't know my offer or why I was worth taking someone's money. I didn't know the need void I can fill. I need to let go of my membership and create a high ticket offer. Fear that I may be presumptuous about someone's desires to connect with me. I'm afraid my potential clients, old coworkers, bosses will think I'm too woo. Not clear on my offer. I like help inviting people into my discovery calls for my coaching package. Good. I love how specific that is. I don't know who to talk to. I feel like too much tech stuff needs to be done before I can launch my offer. So Colleen, I know you're reading these too. Let's just see if we can find a few of the themes here and then we can riff on that a little bit. I feel like it's too early in my podcast light to make an offer. I don't want to do a low ticket retreat, but not sure how to price it. Okay. So there's one thing that's coming up that I I'm just going to speak to quickly. And then Colleen, you can keep reading or you can stop. So there's one piece that's coming up a lot and I'll kind of see if I can articulate it. A lot of you actually want to be coaching. You want to be coaching. You want to be creating some version of women coming together, women elevating themselves and stepping into alignment, which is amazing. And 
that's great because it's something that Colleen and I actually have direct experience doing. So in some of these questions, there is a question that I have for you. So I want you all to answer this question. What is your job in that exchange? And really, this goes for really anything, I think, in this business, in this beautiful platform you want to grow. What is your responsibility to deliver? What is your deliverable, do you think? And we'll start here and then you'll see how this might actually take us to what you were asking. What's your deliverable? What are you on the hook for? A container for these women to show up high vibes and hold the space, to see, hear, and love people. I know it holds space, stand for possibility, have to raise my hand to show people what's possible for them. Okay, good. And now I'm going to ask you another question. And again, these are similar songs we've sang before, but most of this is all really simple. And it's usually about just one thing. And so we just keep unwinding it and we just keep opening our focus, widening the aperture. When you price this thing, what is it about? Is it about how worthy you are? What is it about when you come up with a price for this? Is this about you or is this about them? What decides what you charge? This is just question number two. What decides what you charge? How experienced you are, how much you know, the value you add. It's been about what I think people can afford. Okay. If they can afford it, my audience is college students, the energetic exchange I want to create, my enthusiasm, what I can hold, what I feel I'm worth, my alignment to the price, the value I'm giving. My price is a gut feeling. It's about her. This is about her possibility, her transformation. It's interesting, right? I know. You can see how much we get pulled into thinking it's about something that it's not. And then that's where we get sticky. Yeah. When you are a trainer and you're boxing with somebody at the gym, so you're there as a stand for this other person to have you to be a catalyst, right? For them to find more of their strength, more of what's possible. And it's really... Always, 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 always about that. That's all that's going on. And so whether somebody buys this Alice and Olivia top, like Alice and Olivia is not thinking about what this person, oh, this is what she can afford, right? It's more like, here's what would create a really cool vibration. And we will offer this level of signal And certain people will stretch and say, oh, I love how it feels to buy a top that's $328. I got a sense when I did that of how much abundance is available in life. So that was even more delicious than what fabric it's made of, right? So too, if you are working with someone and you're pricing a retreat or a membership or a coaching, anything. So this person always forever and always was, always will be connected to this thing, this stream, this infinite one field. That's all that's going on. There is nothing else. But they might think 
they might be really holding on to, I don't have this, here's what's not available for me, right? This woman in my stories the other day I posted because she, she posted a public comment and she said, I love your content. And I was really disappointed when I saw how much you charge because no one can afford to go into debt to coach with you. And I think that's so brilliant and fascinating. And so I DM'd with her and sent her some kissy face emojis and sent her uh, like a couple beautiful words to just really support what really is available for her all the time. And then asked her if I could share it in my stories. And I still, it was already public. It was a public comment. But isn't it fascinating how she was beating a drum and telling me a couple stories? A, look what you're charging. And don't you know that no one could afford to go into debt to do that? As if that's what's on the table. I'll either go into debt to come through. I mean, and look what happens in these experiences, right? Like you guys just come right into resonance and then, oh, more space opens up. You start tuning differently. You start projecting a different vibe into the world. What is that worth? I don't know, but you know, cause it's your stream. What happens when we add breath work to a retreat? What, like there's no end to how we can just facilitate more of the setting down of the emotional addictions and the scarcity and the very limited way we look at the world, what that's worth. That's worth whatever we decide how we're going to allow it in. Right. So it's endless. It's infinite. It's gorgeous. But in her mind, she responded to me and said, but in all practicality, these are her words, in all practicality, there is a recession and not everybody has access to money and you should know better. And I do know better. So I said to her, every dollar ever made came in exchange for a creative, expansive energy. So I use two examples, one male, one female, one white, one black. So she couldn't like find a reason to decide where I was stuck. And I said, when Oprah read the book of the color purple and knew that this would one day become a movie and she should play this part because this was the story of her life at the end of chapter one, she's like, I will be in this. This will be a movie. I will be in it. And so of course that all happened and when the movie came out and when the movie was such a hit and when Steven Spielberg won the Oscar, she was offered her own television show from having read a book in the corner of a bookstore and realizing she was supposed to be in the movie version of a book. She never thought she'd be an actress. She never thought she would be uh, having her own talk show and not like that. But she did know that this book was her life. And on the other side of claiming and swimming in a very clear signal of that particular tuning of that radio station, all was done. I said, so too, when Howard Schultz, who grew up in public housing below the poverty line, had an idea to open his very first Starbucks, he allowed for this incredible path to becoming a billionaire. And both of those people live through poverty and multiple recessions. Okay, 
So what happened there wasn't about what's happening in the environment, okay? Now, that takes nothing, right? I don't have to impress this person. I don't have to convince her that she's wrong. I'm just changing where she's putting her flashlight and shining it over here. And because it's the truth, because it's resonant, because it's reality, she just gets it. And then it's like, oh, this is a gift that can completely and totally, since our beliefs, they have a vibration to them, even that exchange can change her life. And so I thanked her for even voicing it out loud because on behalf of the collective, I mean, it's the most boring repeating song, but I'm glad she was singing it again because people need to hear the song and they need to hear how there's a different track on the record, right? Why am I saying that? Because you're still codependent and that's okay because we're all working it out. I'm working it out. And my friend I had met before she joined this mastermind, I think I told you guys that, I think she's in Croatia right now. I don't know if she's on the call, but she's part of this. She's amazing. And she said to me, because she knows where I bump up and stuff, stuff like with my family and stuff like that. And she's like, oh my God, think of how much more you'll help the collective when your own little shards of codependency come floating off of you. It's like, she's like, you're spiritually still like poor on some level and you're doing as much as you're doing. It's like, we all have ways in which we can continue to set down the suffering and the codependency. So please don't think, oh, here's this girl in a human form who's figured, no, 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 I've got my own beautiful, beautiful journey to keep uncovering. It's codependency, okay? Now, why do I say all that? And why does that lead to some of your questions? Because some of your questions were about, charging. And then there were some questions about how do you get more clients? Again, there's codependency there. Your clients are there, right? There's 8 billion people in the world. There's so many women in the world. There's so many men in the world, but even if you just take the women, right? So many women. Now, even if you just took, I think there's like 4 billion people on social media on a daily basis. It's insane. Like you couldn't even, if you started counting one, two, three to 4 billion, you'd never be able to do it in your lifetime. Like you can't even count it one by one in your life. Now, even if you just took a pool of women who are already in a momentum where they're open to having a next level, it's like how many people bought Eat, Pray, Love? How many people listened to Wayne Dyer? How many people have been kind of nosying around with these kinds of podcasts and they're waiting for someone to come along, right? And be available for them. We would never be able to do all the work. Even if we all set out, raised our hand, right? And there's so much work to be done because think about it. All the women who watched Oprah, right? She is doing her thing where she's broadcasting a beautiful signal, but she's not having intimate retreats and groups. She's not on Zoom with these people. And that's a different level of a breakthrough when you have different levels of experiences, right? And there's also just different perspectives and different ways that people can hear someone say something that someone else sort of said, but they hear it differently. And that's why all of us need to do this work and there's room for everyone. So if you're not bringing the client in, there's some level of who am I to coach this client? And the answer to question one that I asked you, what do you think you're supposed to do for this person? Because that's getting in your way. Your job is to be there to remind this person of this space, of this field, of how much is available. You're not supposed to be on the hook to know anything else. 
you're not supposed to be on the hook to offer them so much of your time that what you're really co-signing is your breakthrough comes from time with me. No, no, no. Their breakthrough comes from access to a clear flow, a clear channel, a clear signal, right? But you could be, you could be like that Wi-Fi pong that sends them some of that signal, couldn't you? You could allow them to feed off of it because you're dancing in it. And it's really simple. Go listen to 25 Esther Hicks videos on YouTube in a row. And there is nothing new, she says, in any video. There's no slideshow. There's no curriculum. There's no homework. There's no workbook. But there's a woman in the signal. And it's so genuine. And it's so obvious. And she is not codependent because she doesn't need to be because there's no stickiness. Codependency comes from scarcity. Now, here's another thing. If you were so clear about what I just said, you would have such fervor in inviting people to tune into the signal, wouldn't you? When people do things, right, they come up with an idea. They're going to coach these kind of people. They're going to come up with this restaurant. They're going to start a podcast. And I'm like, and everywhere you go, you tell people about it, right? And they're like, wow, nope. And I'm like, why? Why? Like, this is a portal to expansion, to laughter, to love, to connection. Why would you not? So let's remember the way that people work. A lot of times we have this like all or nothing mentality. And Gary Vee talks about this from the perspective of like clouds and dirt. Like people are either like, so like, it's too big. Who am I to do this? Or they're like, well, I'm not going to put in this time. I mean, what's my ROI on that? That feels so ridiculous to comment back to someone or DM someone or to tell this woman in the groceries. It's so funny. Like we have all this humility and who am I? I'm nobody. And then it's like, but I would never do that. So it's fun. It's funny to me when it comes to the exchange of money. It's funny to me when it comes to sales and how we bump up against our stuff, because we will sing a song and drum a drum around who am I to charge and what am I on the hook for? And oh my God, and what can she afford? And it's so codependent and none of that's your business. And all of the, all that that is doing is lowering your vibration, turning down your resonance, turning down the signal you can offer her. And you're a lot less interesting of a portal at that point because you're meeting her where you're stuck. So where can you have her rise? Really nowhere. So then it's very flat, flat line. At the same time, you guys have moments where you come right on. You wouldn't be sitting here if you don't have that because Colleen and I were only looking for that when we interviewed people and you are it and it is you and we're all in it and it's so fun. Now, here's the thing though. Sometimes I see it. I see it in you guys. I feel it. And then people will be like, so I got clear and I came up with it and I saw it play itself out. This is my retreat. This is my event. This is my networking thing that I'm creating. This is my podcast, whatever. And then just put up like a sales page, like DM me if you want to buy this, right? Some version of like cold to close, some version of like buy it, right? And it's interesting because it's a way for the ego to be sneaky again. It's like, But what's that about? There's a part of us that will convince ourselves, oh, well, that's because I'm so confident now that I'll just tell people where they can buy it. And if they don't buy it, that's evidence that really it didn't have any like juice to it. But is that the way that it actually feels most aligned in our soul? The answer is really when you get down to it, no. And what has to happen is you're so sure You're so connected. 
that what you want to do is give this vibration, deposit this vibration, and people will start to swim in it and experience it. And they want more of it and more of it and more of it and more of it and more of it. So there's a empathy, there's a calmness to creating and exchanging money in that space. So if you want more people to raise their hand, number one, remember, your abundance comes from your vibrational match to abundance. That's separate from who this person is. Specifically, you can get out of the way because it's clean. You don't need her to say yes. It could be this person. It could totally come from something else. It could wind up being that these four things come together, but then you wind up having some sponsor or you wind up having some opportunity, whatever it is. But the idea is when you're clean in this way, we make these emotional deposits. We create, we don't wait for something to happen for us to start to pour this in. So for a lot of you, it's like, where is the deposit happening? Where are you depositing this? Because the more you start dripping this out, people will have a taste of it and they will want more of it. So think of the things that you have engaged with, that you have spent money on, right? There's a very natural, beautiful dance and there's like a power and a potency and it can be super simple, right? Like, Somebody could watch a one minute reel of yours and just go, I don't even know who this person is. But within 11 seconds, I felt electricity. So I'm in. So the question to be asking is like, oh, where is this electricity showing up in me? Number one. And number two, where and how did I put it into the world today so that it's It's coming from, I'm so excited to get to be the person to bring you forward. Of course, I want to put that in the world versus on some level, not really believing you're worthy or not really believing it's good enough or not really believing it's something anyone should spend money on or not really believing that it'll ever work. And therefore you just put up the, well, here's where you can go buy this thing. But that's just missing one thing that you can just do that's so much more potent, which is to offer this, share this, right? And so what am I getting at? What's one way? So if you're coaching, where are you inviting people to be in this dance with you? Because if what they need is just an experience of something that's palpable, which is your allowing in this stream, and then they feel it, where is that? Where's the mic on? Are you doing free sessions with people? And at the end, it's a fait accompli. Like they need more of that. Are you gathering people in one place? And then at the end, there's this next place. And when you offer this thing, is there a clear communication of exactly what's going down, that this is an invitation for this person to take that next perfect stretch so that they can set down and chip away at the boulder of scarcity and resistance that they hold. 
Because if that's what it's about, it's not about you and what you're worth or what you have to prove or what's in it or all the details. It's about you knowing all of that and wanting to be part of what ushers them into understanding and unlocking more of themselves, more of alignment. And those are all the beautiful pieces that then I think it would be impossible for you to not have so many people every day saying, of course, I want to be in that. Because it's us coming home to us. Colleen, what do you have to share about that? I know we talk about this all the time. Well, just really echoing a lot of that because when we ask the question, but where do I find more clients? When we ask the question, when are more people going to buy? How do I get more people to buy? We're aligned with lack, right? Your focus and your energy and your attention is all on the reality that you don't prefer. And we're, that's just us caught in the conditioned sense of, no, I have to focus on the problem because then when I focus on the problem, I'm going to find the solution. Solution ain't there. You're not going to find it there, right? You're going to find it the exact way Kathy just said by allowing your frequency, allowing you to show up in the energetic and not being insistent on what needs to happen as a result of doing that, right? That's where that codependency piece comes in. No, 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 no. But if I'm going to take the time to do X, Y, and Z, then I need to have like five people say yes to this offer. And it's like, no, that's the mess, right? That's when it's not clean. It just needs to be, it's irrelevant what happens on the other end. What matters is just the frequency in the moment and how good and how amazing and how extraordinary it feels to just be in the generosity and be in the sharing. And when it's clean and when there are no strings attached like that, that's the irony. Like that's when people are like, I want more of that because that's what they want. And so our brain wants to think, but no, but what do I need to do? And it's like, we always keep coming back to it. It's not the doing, it's the being. They'll just freaking come to you like, whatever comes to honey, all the things that come to honey, they'll just, they'll just come to you. And you won't even know how it'll be like Kathy's furniture. She'll be like, great. I got furniture all of a sudden, right? You don't need to figure it out. You just need to stop trying to figure it out and letting yourself be in your natural energy as elevated as you can. And I saw the chat was going quickly, but I realized I'm giving away a lot in my messages and DMs. Now, again, when you are coming from this place of residence, would you coddle somebody? What is that co-signing? You wouldn't do that. It doesn't feel right because they don't need you to DM them and give them three hours of a free set. Like, we just went right back into the codependency, went right back into lack, right back into scarcity. They just need this one beautiful present moment of residence. That's how powerful it is. Somebody's presence. You've all had that experience where you're in a yoga class and we've taken lots of them and some teachers are aligned and some teachers aren't, but there's some teachers where just the way you hear and see and smell and feel how their feet walk on that wood floor, you get like, turned on by it. You're like, what is this? And they're just like, yeah, so I'm going to invite you to arrive here today. And thank you for coming to your practice. And you're like, fuck, she slayed me. It's like nothing happened. There was no down dog, no warrior one, nothing's happened yet. But this person is aligned. They are a Wi-Fi pong. You just got it and you're done. You feel sexier. You feel taller. You feel like you could have sweat dripping down your face and meet the love of your life in that moment. Is it true? Yes, you do. That girl, when she's aligned, 
No, she's not going to DM you for 14 hours and leave you voice text and tell you that her price is probably not right for you. Because where is she meeting you at that place? She's meeting you in ego, not sexy, not fun. And boy, does she have a lot of doggy paddling to do at that point. And it's annoying and it's gross. And that there's a level of which people go, this isn't right. That's not where we want to be. And if something's really beautiful and powerful, then we trust it. And so we could say, I'm doing one beautiful yoga class on the lawn the first Sunday of the month. It's pay what you want. It's whatever you want. You don't even have to pay, but you meet me there. And that's it. And if you want to come again, you invest in yourself. So that kindness to yourself means you will show up and go to yoga because that's how important that practice is. And it wouldn't be really kind at all for her to say, of course, you shouldn't invest in your yoga practice. Just invest in your car and your cell phone data plan. And I'll make this affordable. Your health, the sanctuary, which is you connecting with the yin and yang of who you are. That is something that I will actually make less powerful for you by telling you there's no way that you can afford it. And it's a luxury. It's like, no, 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 this is everything, right? You can find it. And if you can't find your way there, she's going to say, okay. Because she's aware that that means you're not willing to set down your story and you're going to have to go on your way and there'll be other Jedi that come around. But those Jedi, the reason they're going to be a Jedi is because they're not going to meet your ego and cuddle it and make it comfortable for you. And so somewhere along the way, you will have to exchange energy And be uncomfortable in ego form so that you can come into this alignment of, oh, there's nothing to be afraid of. And sometimes that energy exchange is with money. Sometimes that energy exchange is like you dating a cute guy. And eventually you say, I'm really available for a committed relationship. And if you're seeing other people, that's really going to be okay. And it's not going to work for me. And I love what we've gotten to do together. And he's going to have to decide on his own, what that cost is like for him. And if he's a no, it's really fine. She'll find the right one. He'll go through whatever he needs to go through. Or maybe he'll always be in that place. And that's, that's his dance. You know, it's just that we get back what we invest. It's not about the other person. When we invest, ooh, our point of alignment, especially when it's a stretch, because that's where you go. Ooh, so where was I attuned to that I made up a story about commitment or I made up a story about money and you just gave me the ability to set that down. This is the conversation. Like we need to have this conversation every single week. I was saying to Colleen after we met the first two weeks, I was like, look, they came here to rise. And part of the rising is making money in your life. And part of the rising is setting down whatever squeaky extra little crumbs, making it squeaky clean because there's still clearly some stuff around where you can show up and how you can show up. But we are looking for that part of you that is so resonant, that is so generous, and that is so completely and totally aware that every single person has access to their alignment. And therefore... You don't need to dance with their scarcity story, but you can keep holding the truth of all reality. And yes, a lot of people are in a trance 
And the trance is about scarcity and problems. And here's why I'm suffering. And here's how the environment around me is why I'm a victim of this person and what he did and what she said and who this person voted for and all of that stuff. And it just gets comfortable. And none of it's really it's not in the same room with Deepak Chopra and the Dalai Lama and Wayne Dyer. It's not there, but okay, do it. You'll have your Jedi moment and you might just keep skipping over it, whatever, but your alignment, your vibration, your abundance comes from not getting knocked out of alignment. So I'm going to ask you, how could you make space to be less codependent between now and the next time we meet? How could you make space to be more resonant and call these women, women freaking forward in your life? What do you think? I would love to see you take an inspired action step forward from this conversation we just had. Like make a decision with so much fervor that you will not go to sleep around what we just talked about. Like you won't go unconscious again about that because It is costing you, right? And how you do one thing is how you do everything. So it plays into other areas of your life, right? And we want to really allow people to set down the weights that they carry. So we don't want to keep meeting them in it and dancing with them there. We want to dance with them over here where they're all. And by the way, it's easier to sell to people who've let down their money story. Yes. And it's really easy also to dance with people who haven't when you are not in the dance. A lot of those people will come out of trance just instantly. They'll just be like, oh, I just, I don't know where this came from, but talking to you, I just feel free and I'm good. And I just feel, whoa, so much is around me. Yeah, because it is. So you're just moving them back into flow, right? Back into reality. Well, I hope you got something great out of that. Here are the takeaways. Number one, You came here to create, to design a world. Number two, it's an incredible thing to play with that inspired little dose of taking action and throwing it into the world, especially from that place of feeling aligned. You'll be amazed at the momentum that that gets created. Number three, your job is to be there as a stand for this other person, as a catalyst for them to find more of their strength and a reminder of how much is possible. You're not supposed to be on the hook for anything else. Number four, every dollar ever made came in exchange for creative, expansive energy. Number five, your abundance comes from your vibrational match to abundance. Number six, you're only going to find the solution by allowing in your frequency, allowing yourself to show up in the energetic and not being insistent on what needs to happen as a result of doing that. Number seven, stop trying to figure it out and just let yourself be in your natural energy as elevated as you can. And number eight, there's a part of you that is so resonant and so generous and so completely and totally aware that every single person has access to their alignment. You don't need to dance with their scarcity story, but you can keep holding the truth of reality. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you can feel how much I appreciate you. Because I was on this retreat, I forgot to post the giveaway, but I'm going to be posting that tomorrow on my Instagram. So go ahead and leave us a review and you will be entered into a raffle if you want to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, but I'll be putting up the giveaway on my Instagram and you can come find it there. There are so many more good episodes coming up, so please make sure that you follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you love what we're doing, go ahead and leave that review. If you can think of someone who would benefit from this episode, then please share it, send them the link. And finally, if you want to come to the next retreat, go to kathyheller.com slash retreat and come be with me for three days. 
and feel how your life changes in the most amazing ways. I love you. I'll leave you with a song of mine. Have an awesome weekend. Everybody's got a little kick. Everybody.